Hi friends, Abigail here. Uh, before the start of the episode, I wanted to pop in and say a couple of things. First off, uh, this episode contains a lot of talk of genre-typical uh, sexual assault. I don't normally... Well, I don't normally rip on a book so bad. And I also try to avoid, typically, uh, doing roasts of books. Because I've said before in the podcast, I don't like... I don't know, wasting my time on things that I don't like. Um, However, I go into it in the episode, but this one I felt like I needed to talk about for a number of reasons. But also, uh, you know, this this definitely is a book that I think typifies a heck of a lot of the problems that we're still grappling with today uh, in a very... in a manner that is incredibly uh overblown and ridiculous uh therefore worth talking about um and not just super grim uh, we can crack jokes about it and stuff but i i do want to make sure that if that is a subject that you are uncomfortable with we do talk about it a lot i mean a super huge amount uh we use the the big old r word many 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 times because that's what it is uh in the book and that's what it is in real life and that's how we should refer to it at least for this episode um so if that's a problem for you, absolutely understandable, 100%. Don't blame me for it. I don't know if I would listen to it if I was a listener, frankly. However, it, we do try to be funny. It is, uh, you know, it's me and V joking around. However, you know, if that is something that really does bother you, feel free to skip the episode. 100% not going to bother me at all. Uh, another thing. This episode was recorded a few months ago. Uh, you'll be able to hear that if you listen towards the end where I mentioned the episode that I recorded previously. Uh, this sat in the vault for a little while, and this was kind of my uh, emergency, uh, break glass piece of emergency episode, because I have a dentist appointment this coming week, and I didn't feel like doing much else, uh, so I'm taking a week off, more or less, from the podcast next week. Um, so if it sounds a little dated, that's why. And that's also part of the reason I'm jumping in here, because I don't mention that we have a Discord server. At the time, the Discord server was but a distant dream, a twinkle in mine eye. But today it exists. Uh, so if you would like to join that, the link is in the description. It sends you over to my Twitter, where it is the pinned tweet. You click on that link, you join the Citizens of First Discord server. Happy to have you there. Come talk. Come hang out. You know. Also, stickers. If you want free stickers, they're still going out. Feel free to DM me. Feel free to email me at kingdomofthirst.gmail.com or use our contact form on our website for free stickers. Uh, it's kingdomofthirst.com slash contact. We've gotten a lot of people asking for stickers lately. That's fantastic. Please remember to include your address <laughs> or whatever mailing address you'd like because it is difficult to send stickers someplace when you don't give me a place to send them. Um, other than that, I hope you all are having a wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the episode despite its grim subject matter uh and uh i'll talk to you again soon ahoy and welcome to the kingdom of thirst podcast my name is abigail kelly i'm here with v i wish i wasn't literate (laughs) i wish i had never learned to read i regret being able to consume words in general but like now i just well what's cool is pirates are illiterate 
I don't know where I'm going with that. I think actually a lot of them could read. But Derek York is definitely Derek literate. Derek isn't. Yeah, he's, well, he's not really a pirate, though, isn't he? He's not a fucking pirate. Isn't he? What were we talking about today, V? Huh? What were we talking about today? So, today, I was subjected to reading a book, um, and it was a book I hated. <laughs> Just full stop. I was subjected to reading a book. Yeah. I Like, okay, I, I'm not going to pretend I read as much as you, but I read, like, no. Probably more than I guess the average person. I don't know. I am well above average, and one might even say pathological. I wouldn't compare myself. Yeah, like I I get some reading in occasionally. I I read a couple books every so often. I have never hated an experience so much. Like, and, and I I say this, and you know, I sh- I'm sure someone out here is gonna enjoy this book, but it's not me, and it's not most. It's not most because it's bad. Uh, it's called Pirate's Passionate Slave by Robert Gideon. Robin Gideon. Sorry, not Robert. <laughs> that sounds like a character in her books, though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I was just thinking. Lord Robert Gideon. Lord Robert Gideon. No, Lord Lady Robin Gideon, who is ruined. From Minnesota. From Minnesota, who has ruined my life and forced me to read I think exactly 384 pages of her godforsaken book. And I think I can say that with certainty that it was 384 because the entire time I was just counting down. Uh I was just counting down. I flipped to the last page. I went to 384 and I was like, oh, my God. And every time since I was just like cutting it down into like how much is left. Like, is there 200? Is there 100? Like, I I was just waiting. Okay, so a little bit of background. This episode of the podcast is technically a re-recording because <laughs> we did a really early episode. I think we it was the fifth episode I ever we ever recorded for the podcast, right? So it was like it, we hadn't even been released yet, like nothing. Um, I think it was even earlier than that because we hadn't even th- that. I think that was the first episode we ever recorded. You wasn't and it? I ever recorded, yeah. yeah, for sure. It was very very early. It was yeah. it was like pre-launch um and uh, spoilers i didn't know how to use my microphone (laughs) so uh the recording was basically atrocious the gain was up all the way and it just sounded like we were eating popcorn the whole time um and so it was unreleasable but this (laughs) this book is something special so I, i i realized actually when i was thinking about it in the shower about 45 minutes ago um Oh, V. Oh, God. Oh, I've v. done the sin. Oh, God. I work in film and I should my know better. Goodness gracious, oh, gravy, my goodness gracious, gravy gosh That's almighty. what I get for bringing the phone into the room. For shame. How anachronistic. We're on a pirate ship. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, so something I realized we didn't talk about in the first recording of this episode, which for for the listener's sake uh you should know that v did not read it for that i read it by myself with my own two human eyes because i uh i i don't really have a thing for pirates specifically but i like one pirate in particular and that is captain hook i i love i love captain hook i got i got a little soft spot for captain hook sure I like Captain Hook, not the Disney version. Don't come at me with that shit. It looks terrible. <laughs> the Jason Isaacs version, very specifically. But also, I just, I really, I, I, I am a fan. I cannot explain to you why I like Peter Pan 
as much as I do. It makes no sense to me. It's got a lot of really racist shit in it that I don't like. It's got a lot of weird sexist shit in it I don't like. Something about Wendy and the concept of Neverland really, like, gets my go. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think we all kind of get, like, one hyperfixation child media. Mm -hmm. We all get to have that one single thing and just keep it. I didn't Forever? care about it as a kid. Really? I didn't care about I didn't give a shit about it as a kid. I liked Wendy, I think, but like and there was that weirdly like sexually charged adaptation in like two thousand three. Right, yeah. Yeah, there was that and that one was like, Oh, hello. I'm like seven or eight. Yeah, the the, the one with the little blonde boy and yeah. it was like he was He's oddly like, very yeah, very yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had, like, very smoldering looks. It was very yeah, strange. Very weird. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I I, didn't care about it until, like, God, three or four years ago. And I just, I, I picked up the book, like, in, like, a PDF. I think I was doing some sort of project for, for college or something back when I was doing that sort of thing. And, uh, and I was like, oh, this is weird. And I think it's because the... the not, not not to make this a Peter Pan cast, but I think it's just because the fucking books are out of control bonkers. They're just totally insane. And that speaks to me. Also, I like the idea of uh, the main character being a girl who uses stories to cope with uh, circumstances beyond her control. Anyway, yeah. all that to say, I like Captain Hook, Captain James Hook. I like him very much. He's very, well, he's a bad person. He's, I, and I like a bad person. I like a bad person. You know, and, and you're saying that right as we're entering this book, but I don't think you do because I don't think I you don't. enjoyed these characters I like at a, all. I like a cartoonishly bad person. A person okay. who knows he's bad and has a very simple It has motive. to get to super villain levels yeah. for it to get. Yeah. No, I. I also, he's fabulous. Like he's cartoonishly like evil is is something I can get into. But if you're like billionaire mm -hmm. um i hate you then you're just evil yeah hit me up slide in my dms uh like perhaps i i i would assume mr york is a billionaire and actually probably so is lauren i mean he's definitely the landed gentry and she definitely they it, okay, well, before I get into whether or not she owns slaves um, well she does. She does. Is, but is it, is that like, is there like her nanny? Is is she a slave or does she work for them? I, okay. I don't think it's clear. I, it's not clear, but like, it's very like mammy. Oh, for, oh 100%. And, 100%. And it feels like slave. I, 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 okay, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get there. But um, so. Actually, I, before we get any further, yeah. uh, I just like. I, I know we don't generally do this, but like quick trigger warning. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. like I, we're gonna talk about uh, sexual assault a lot and rape, and it's gonna come up like probably so much more than you want to experience, and more than I wanted to experience. But which like, is to say, you want to experience none, and you experienced all. Exactly. <laughs> I, I I don't want to read about it, and yeah. and I don't want to talk about it. Like, or I do, but like not like this, right? Yeah. As like some sort of media that I'm consuming, and it's supposed to be pleasure. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's a, this one's full dookie. It's a doozy. Uh, I I just want to make sure, like, before going further, that everyone knows that that's something that's going to be talked about today. Like, we're going to talk about assault. We're going to talk about rape. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, yeah. yeah, in a way that's like not triggering in any way, but like just in case. Well, I think what we're going to get into today is like 
the use of sexual assault and the abuse of women in romance novels as a plot device. Yeah, it's um, it's so it, I I can't stress how much it gets brought up in this book. Like, yeah. it, whether or not it it happens a lot, as far as like I am reading the scene or whatever, yeah. that's not that's that's not something that's in there. Yeah. But like. I the, I am constantly reading about the threat of rape and oh, and I it hangs I, over the whole book. I am I am going to say it because it, it, it like made me deeply uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um so like yes I I'm going to make light jokes about rape island and all of this mm-hmm. stuff but I I want to make sure everyone knows like it sucked. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I would say that. I would say that this this is one of the rare instances on this podcast where I'm going to say that this book is not one anyone needs to read. I bought it because, like I said, I like pirates to a certain extent. And I was like, pirate it, pirate romance kind of fallen out of favor in the last decade or so. But for a while, it, people fucking loved pirate romance. The, like, brigand and, and, and the, you know, gentry lady, you know, they, they, they were all over that shit. Mm-hmm. And I, and I understand, you know, we, as trends shift, we also are seeing, like, an overarching idea of, like, what is permissible as far as the depiction of women's sexuality. And, like, we, again, not to bring it always back to the flame and the flower, but I'm bringing it back to the flame and the flower, where, like, there was a certain code that they were using to say that, like, a woman cannot have an open sexual relationship pre-marriage without it at first being initiated either under the threat of assault or actual assault. Um, I want to circle back yeah. to that later. I just want to put a pin in that yeah. because, like... uh Lauren is not a virgin when we enter this, which is why I'm kind of even more annoyed yeah. that we decided to do this. Yeah. But like Because it's the not so we're this is this weird it's like finding one of those in-between fossils, right? The links. Because we're not in the flame of the flower territory where it's overtly, you know, the only way this woman can have sex is by being assaulted, right? And we're also not now where like we're talking she can about just the, have the nuances of, of sexual sex, consent and yeah. like all this stuff, right? So we're in the middle here, where this woman is relatively free with her sexuality in a time when that just probably wouldn't be a thing. Um, But not free enough that she is allowed to enter into a physical relationship with our hero without the threat of sexual assault. For, like, a good, like, third of the book, right? Like, against her, right? Basically, it feels like the entire book because, like... And then every man around her is... is I I would say maybe the last fourth of the book is when she's finally, like, oh, I I actively want to fuck you. And it's not with some underlying, like, there's a chance that you could assault me at this point. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's jump into it. I'm going to do a little bit, just a tiny bit of background on this book. Um, so that way, like, so when I first did this episode, this is what we started with. Um, I feel like it provides good context for the book that you were lightly forced into reading. (laughs) So, um, it is 384 salty, sticky pages long. Oh my God, I nailed it. Yeah, you did. Published in 1991 by Zebra Publishing, which then was, was like a small publisher of Harlequin-esque romances that was snapped up by Harlequin and then Harlequin was eaten up by Harper and Avon and... We like them, so. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, when I was doing my research on uh, Zebra, I 
stumbled across this really funny quote, um, funny as in sad, um, about their uh, practices at the time in the 90s. And it was, by keeping a low budget, small staff, and hiring overlooked, if not desperate, authors, they built Zebra into a powerhouse of cheap, consumable literature with $10 million in sales annually by the early 80s. That is the publisher of the book Pirate's Passionate Slave by Robin Gideon. Um, (laughs) Desperate. Yeah, and I I did this whole huge breakdown of this book. I I broke down like the rogue trope and like the the nesting doll idea of like a a bad man that is secretly a good man that's secretly a bad man that's secretly oh my you know, god like you yeah. know um and then we lost that episode so I'm not gonna do that this time <laughs> I think I would rather hear your thoughts on this book because you you unfortunately were forced to read it. Um, and, and since this is a weird episode anyway, we're going to flip the script and, and you're going to be the one driving, driving the train here. Oh my God. I okay. Mean, steering, steering the rudder. Steering Sorry. the rudder. I, I'm sure you're going to have to interject because mm-hmm. a lot of my description is fueled by rage. Yeah. Um, that's fair. so like we start off mm-hmm. with our dear, sweet Lauren Masters and like we're, we're thrust in, um, yeah. in media res yeah. basically as, as the, the ship is getting mounted by these pirates. God, I love all your our, your your language here. Thrusting, um, mounting is so good. And want to co-host a podcast? Um. So so she she's getting insane about the fact that like nobody is fighting back against these pirates, which is also just like okay, chill. She's from Virginia. She knows how to fight pirates. She knows how to fight pirates apparently. This Virginia spitfire. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, pirates are coming. The first pirate that gets described is is our like secondary anti or, or our main antagonist I guess because like at the at the end Gregor becomes this like major antagonist instead but like okay he he's one of the antagonists yeah. and I thought he was the protag we because wish. because he sounded super sexy initially when he was described. Yeah. Like he was just like this redhead with this beard and like a key he's thick and like a, And he had like like a deadly sharp gaze. Yeah, and, like, and I was just like, like Hell oh yeah. yeah, that's sexy. Yeah. Like uh I so I thought that was going to be our protag. Yeah. And then we get like this dude that's like apparently like really sharp looking. And that is actually our protagonist. Yeah. Derek York. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he didn't sound that sexy when you described him. Okay, Lord Derek York. Oh, God, Lord Derek. But we don't know he's a lord yet. No, but, like, I still am just fucked up about, like, she she reached into a grab bag of, like, vaguely British names and places and kind of just picked out. And picked out Derek. And picked out Derek and York. Like she couldn't think of like any York is whatever. I it's like typical, but like it, 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 at least it feels right. Maybe for I whatever guess. for the way that she's writing. Mind you, it's supposed to be like seventeen. Uh, it, no, it's eighteen eighty one. I think. 1881? Let me. I, yeah, I have the yeah. book here. Eighteen seventeen. Sorry. Eighteen seventeen. Okay. Um. So it's it's eighteen seventeen. Mm-hmm. She's writing as like incredibly like flowery like oh florid language florid language which i I, we will we will we will touch on it but like just to give you some the conical tip of his mighty phallus touched her 
Um, touch me. Hello. Puffy petals. Oh, like so many puffy petals. I'm so glad I get to use puffy petals again now that, that this we're doing this episode again. Yeah, I we'll we'll get into the nasty language of this yeah. this this book, but like. Okay, so we're, this this mounting of the ship happens. Uh, they're they're on the ship, and then for some reason we get a flashback to Lauren just having this meltdown about her virginity and how she lost it to some dude. I think his name was Richard. Yeah, Rock? his name is Richard. Yeah, and it was it, like he Gold was like Dick. a he was a scam artist or something, and like lied to her and then fucked her, and then and it was bad. It wasn't good. It was not good sex, right? No. Which like bummer dog and she was like gonna marry him but then her like parents found out and they like revealed that he was a scammer or something Something, something, i want to know about parents also because like it happens like almost immediately and then it's continuously brought up why does robin want to talk so much about people's parents fucking for entire days Okay, because she does this multiple times. She'll be like, do you remember? I remember when my parents would make love for entire days, locked away in their mansion, feeding each other fruit. And it's like, what? what? Why are you talking about this? Why? I don't. And it's not because I'm like, man, your parents fuck for sure. Like, or they're fucking. We've they're fucking that ground. People. They're kinkier than you. Yeah, like they're fucking. But like yeah. I, in this romance novel, do not want to read about. Lauren thinking about her parents fucking for entire days, or and like doesn't Derek also? Doesn't he think about his parents? Exactly. Yeah. No, Amanda brings it up. His yeah. sister like brings up their their parents like being she... locked away in their mansion, just like fucking. I don't think Robin, Miss uh, Gideon. I don't think that she can imagine a happy couple without constant, constant fucking. Because like that's, I mean, that's just Derek and and Lauren in a nutshell. They're just fucking all the they, time. They don't like. Yeah, I I I never in my life try to think about my parents fucking and, and like or, or fucking people. I or wish anything. I had a relationship like my parents have. They fuck all the time. Yeah, it's like I don't want to hear about that. There is no like reason to bring that God, up. My dad just loves to get his dick wet. It's so good. Um, <laughs> another thing I I have in my because I wrote notes. Uh, <laughs> you wrote index cards like you got. Speech in the eighth grade. Like speech good. in the eighth grade, and okay, um, in in one of the scenes, as like, cause Derek comes on the ship. Gregor is trying to kill a bunch of people. The parrots are all trying to rape and kill people, and and at one point, there's like a confrontation, and he says this: uh-huh. "It's Mister Derek to you." And it is the lamest shit I have ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. Um. But anyway, okay, so um, Lauren's about to get raped. She's apparently the most beautiful woman on the planet, and every time somebody looks at her, their flame, their their loins go into flames, and they just need to they fuck. They literally burst into flames. They burst into flames. Yeah. Like, I, I, the, the amount of times it's basically just described as, like, there's, there's like, a fire in my loins for this for this woman. It's, like... For this fiery redheaded woman. No, she's she's got black hair. No, she's... <laughs> She she's I need to specify she has ebony hair because they bring it up so much as like this like oh wow she can blend in with the natives yeah the nat but we'll get into that okay point being we haven't even they haven't even met yet they like, haven't even met okay sorry but basically she's the sexiest woman alive and nobody can resist her including Derek who saves her and then brings her into a room and then assaults her yeah immediately. Like, 
I he 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 just starts like grabbing her, kissing her, like pretty much on the verge of like com- penetration. He uh, hog ties her. At he hog ties her, but that's like a little. Is that later? I don't no, even remember. They're still it's on like, the ship. They haven't left yeah, the ship. Yeah, that's when she gets hog tied. Point being is she's hog tied all night. She's hog tied while he's assaulting her. Also, yeah. so it's just like this is this is not consensual. There is no. Like, she is terrified for her life, and while she is like written to enjoy it. Sorry, I'm like hand waving. <laughs> I just smacked the mics. Um. To enjoy the whole thing or whatever. Yeah. It's like... Her she's, body responds, but her heart doesn't. Yeah, it's like, oh, God, whatever. He leaves, and then he says, I am not a rapist, to one of the other... And it's like, Derek, you literally just assaulted somebody. You just assaulted a, a woman. I do love... Okay, if we're going to talk about this terrible, terrible part of the book where they meet, and he's like trying to protect her by like telling the other pirates she's his or whatever and then just assaults her and then just and then does actually assault her um i i love the part where she breaks apart the chair and, and clubs him over the head i do i Very want good i want to love lauren because she's just like if she a had rabid kept, little like, creature. She's just... very feral. If she'd kept that throughout, and she she does to a certain extent, but just not against Derek. Like she spoilers, we get to the end of the last like fifty pages of the, of the book. She goes full castaway by she herself. She goes full castaway, a... just like naked fishing. Like, yeah. Like, she's gone. She's just spear fishing, just naked, just out on an island wild. in the Caribbean by herself, like avoiding detection by pirates that want to kidnap and rape her. And she's like very cool very cool lauren when she's in her zone is a cool character she's so cool separated from Derek. like for a while i was like oh shit okay soap factory come on pro tag um and then and then she gets like really lame and like anytime Derek is in a room with her she's lame i i wanted Mm -hmm. her to like stab him at some point and then she never did no anyway point being they, about it. Uh, they board their ship he takes her back to his ship uh the unholy one um and like all her stuff is gone like he i don't know if he ties her up again in his room or like remember. whatever point Doesn't being matter. uh it's this whole thing of like she is just living under the constant threat of rape like every ship every member of the ship wants to rape her yeah. uh, and constantly talk about it and then yeah. like subject her to like uncomfortable groping and like ripping of her her bodice or whatever yeah, her, uh, her, her, her bosoms. chemise or yeah. uh, whatever like i I am so tired of like hearing her get like groped and her bosoms and whatever. It's it's yeah. exhausting. Um, I, so every there's like an island that he he has to go because going back to Derek York, he is a lord and he is looking for his sister who has been sold into white slavery. Yes, it's very important. <laughs> we have to specify white slavery. That's why it's important. Um, because it's never just Different like stuff is whatever. Yeah, it's you have to make sure that you understand that it's white slavery because that's what Robin Gideon needs you to constant. It's obnoxious. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
his sister Amanda has been sold into white slavery to this dude who is called the big man. <laughs> but he hates being called the big but man. But he hates being called the big man. His real name is Alden Mitchell, which is suddenly thrust upon us later in the book, which is just like it, there is no reason for us to suddenly know his name, but now we do. So, so okay, I'm going to pause here because we don't need to get too deep in the weeds in the actual point-by-point plot. Yeah, because, sorry. Like, you know, it's, I just, just so... it's very, very tempting because all of it's bad. It's so I bad. will say that the overarching plot here is that Lauren is trying to get away from Derek or whatever, you know. Uh, Derek is trying to find his sister by posing as a pirate so that he, he can find whoever, like, this big man is. He does not know his name. But he's trying to ingratiate himself in order to find this big man who is holding a sister captive to allegedly sell her into sex slavery to, like, rich deviants throughout the world. Um, and... Like, he prepares them. Like, there's this yeah, whole thing where it's, like, them. he's training them like dogs yeah. and, and making them obedient and subservient yeah. and whatever. Yeah, like, sexual assault every 10 seconds like it's really bad and apparently his sister is just fine after this ordeal by the way she's totally fine she'll and i okay so when they do eventually rescue his sister right what fucking got me was how Derek kept saying like oh my sister will be the most popular girl in london society oh my god her her tales (laughs) will be the toast of the town she was being raped repeatedly yeah for months held captive by a man who would beat her and assault her and, and then, force her yeah. into passivity. Oh, the amount of times that it's written like these women just bounce back. Yeah. Is agonizing. Also, there's this one uh, Chantel uh, who he spends some time with because he has to go rescue Lauren and Amanda again because um, capturing capture, happened, it happens so many times. Uh, so many times. Yeah. Um. So he's he's going around with this woman Chantel who's also been a sex slave. Mm hmm. Uh, but and, she's French, so she's good at it. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and, another thing was like Wait. he he was constantly being like, "Well, she's not as good as Lauren." Mm. Well, this woman has been in captivity mm-hmm. for so long, mm-hmm. weak and suffering, uh-huh. and it's just like, "Well, she's just not as beautiful or cool as Lauren." And then at one point, Alda Mitchell, because obviously the moment he sees Lauren, he wants Lauren, right? Like, and he it, he's gonna splooge immediately if he touches her. Like that is made a point constantly. Yeah. Like he has to touch another woman. Yeah. In order to like calm himself down. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently Lauren is just so flaming hot. Well, and, and then so when when Derek then rescues Lauren again, right from from Alden Mitchell specifically, uh, like Derek thinks that he's too late and that she has been assaulted. She's been raped, yeah. And he can't look at her because he can't bear the idea of another man touching her. It's this whole like, weird jealousy it's so trope. Super it's super fucked up. so gross. I thought at first it was because, like, oh, he's ashamed because he, he couldn't protect her. He promised you to protect her. But no, it was They specific. specify yeah. in the narrative. Oh, and then he lies to her about yeah. it in the dialogue. And she and- knows. And she knows what the truth is, yeah. which is that he was jealous. But he's like, no, of course not. I, w- I would have loved you even if he did touch you because he didn't touch her. No, he didn't. Because uh, he would have splooged. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, since we're kind of just going to skim over most we, of the... We, this plot is incomprehensible. We do not need to go beat by beat. Yeah. Like, it's... It... I don't want anybody to read this book. No. But I, I need... I need everyone to understand that it is like plot nonsense. Yeah. Like I, I thought 
I understood what was going on. And then like things would just kind of like spiral into a mess. I, I, I got so tired of all the kidnapping. And every single time, every single time, Lauren was like on the verge of getting raped like all the time. It is the dominant thread of the book. Yeah, like, yeah. uh, she when she gets rescued by Derek from Alden Mitchell, she's about to get raped. At the very end of the book, she has to be rescued from Gregor, who has taken her, mm-hmm. and they have a rape party. Yeah, they have a, they have a party. Yeah, they have a rape party, and like Gregor's like built his entire like months and months and months he spent contemplating just how much he wants to have sex with Lauren, how much he wants to yeah. assault her, yeah. and and like. He has a party with several people in it where, like, at the end, they're all just like, rip it off. It's like her yeah. her dress. And it's like, what is going what are, like you, what are your What are your sick fantasies here, Robin, yeah, Robin Gideon? Well, we should say that one reason you shouldn't read these books, any of these books, is because Robin Gideon, I don't know what she's doing now. I don't know if she's still around. I don't know what's up. All I do know is that when I look up her other works, um, there's a lot of native american and settler uh, works in it that i'm no one no one needs to read i i did okay just so everybody knows i was looking for pirate romance and i looked on goodreads and it was one of the first books that came up and i was like pirate pirates passionate slave out of control need that didn't bother to do any research. Oh didn't God. I didn't even really read the synopsis because the cover is fantastic. It is a very good cover. I just, I snapped it up. And also I saw that it was totally out of print. And I was like, oh, so I had to wait like three weeks to get the, the, the book in. So I didn't know any of this when I went into it. I went into it totally blind. I have since learned my lesson in terms of that. I do a a little bit of research, or at least I try to now. Um, but yeah, this the I don't know what Robin was really into a very specific type of thing, and it was women being assaulted, but then also having like hate sex with their captors. Yeah, because like because that happens a lot. So constant, constant. So Lauren isn't a virgin when this book starts no, because, like she I mentioned. Uh, she she has had sex with with uh her not ex fiance Richard, and then is assaulted, and then after that has sex with her captor, which is vaguely oh it's dubious for sure yeah like very non consensual really and she like just as he's about to like thrust into her she's like I want you to know that I'm not a virgin yeah like <laughs> like what what is this okay um. Uh, of course, she has her first ever orgasm with this man. Like it's oh, bleh, they're bleh. standing. They're they're, they're standing. standing. I think the first time they have it's sex really is standing. Weird. Like they they're bathing each other, and she specifically tells him not to enter the water. And then he he, he does do that. He does enter the water, and, and forces her to be bathed and bathe him and yeah. it's like super uncomfortable yeah. i hated reading the scene and like you hate reading the whole book <laughs> i hated reading the whole book but like they have standing sex mm-hmm. and oh my god every fucking five seconds it's like his massive fucking dong her her pedals like, it wouldn't be so bad if like it if the sex was written better but the florid language really 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 pushes it over the top like I've read, I've read perfectly good romance novels that have a lot of sex in it. I don't particularly care for it. 
it's not really my jam. But if it's written well, it's not an issue. Like, you can just, if you're bored with the sex, whatever, you can skip over it. This was impossible. It was I, impossible. It was so exhausting to read the sex. And I'm not, I'm not a prude. I, I have written and I have read sex scenes before. And, like, I don't, I don't care. But, like, yeah. I don't read erotica to get off, but, like, I cannot imagine the person just, like, going nuts yeah. on this stuff. And just to circle around on that also, like, mm-hmm. a big complaint I have about this book is how the development of their relationship seems completely sex-based. And it's, like, one of the reasons I have such a hard time with this kind of stuff is, like, I don't really care to engage in constant discussions yeah. of their body. I don't care about it. I don't need to hear about her bosoms pressed against her chemise and his his massive phallus. Like, I, I don't <laughs> care about them. His turgid manhood. Oh, my God. It, it's, it's When I'm reading romance, I kind of want more development. I want them to, like, I, fall in love. And all I'm reading is, like, hate sex, and then suddenly they're cool. I mean, it's my... I understand that this is this is 100% not across the board. This is not what everybody's looking for in romance novels. That's totally fine. Yeah. Me, personally, if, if there's going to be sex in a romance novel, it, it for me, it has to serve the purpose of pushing forward the relationship. It has to develop the relationship. It totally doesn't in this it book. It doesn't. It's just... It's, they have sex a lot and they don't like each other and then suddenly they do like each other. Yeah, but it's like, they I like each know, other man. so much because they just orgasm so much. Yeah, all those freaking endorphins. <laughs> like, like, like I, each other more. I don't buy it. And that's the thing is it's like, I don't mind a sex scene if it culminates. Yeah, if it's a culmination of a relationship it's to a degree. part of the narrative, and, which I, it is not in this book. And, and to a degree, like, I know that sounds prudish, like, uh, but like, I, I just, as I'm reading erotica, I don't want to read about mindless sex. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, Even I would say well, you and I are, are grizzled fanfiction veterans. Mm-hmm. We have read probably many, many, many short stories that are literally labeled as porn without plot. Yeah, that had more emotional development in them and context in them. They're than usually these book. they're usually at least a little tender, maybe yeah. like. And, and this had no tenderness to it to me. It was just like he he's vis- vigorously like rubbing her nipples, and it's like okay. <laughs> he can't restrain himself, he and can't neither rest- can she. Yeah, it's like okay, I who who's having sex like this? Who's having sex like y'all's this? got a problem? Yeah, like who? see a doctor, please see a doctor. Um, so okay, um. Their relationship is fucked. Like, as soon as Literally. she's inconvenient to him, she, like, gets tied up by him. It's, like, very annoying. I, And then constantly, like, Derek... I can't tell if Robin Gideon hates women or not. Oh, shit. Uh, mm. um, because she she's very intent on trying to write really strong female characters mm-hmm. in the in the sense where it's just like... But she's can... got to cut him down, though, don't she? Yeah, she she's forcing it. Like, okay... Lauren Masters is this woman from Virginia who can fight and is like so beautiful and but like she's so smart and like Derek is constantly like wowed by her but like and she does that with a couple of other women right but like also Lauren is like easily demeaned by um Derek and also treated as like the only woman truly worthy of Derek's attention because 
even when he has his sister back, dude. Oh, yeah. He doesn't really give a shit. He doesn't care about his sister. At one point, when talking about the yeah. rape of uh, the possible rape of Lauren, yeah. he's like, the idea of Lauren being raped by Alden Mitchell is more upsetting to him than his sister yeah being, which is like not even a comparison that needed to be made not even in any capacity like i don't need to know that apparently he cares more that lauren could have been assaulted one time than yeah. the multiple assaults of amanda and it was so upsetting i so i think you know looking back at how this this idea of like we see this a lot where strong female characters are written as admirable, but they have to have some sort of also masculine traits well, that are even, like, not even that here. Yes, you're right. I would say that like a lot of times they, and then over time they soften into a much more yeah. through the influence of a strong man. Yes. But what I'm talking about is this idea of a vixen and you should admire her for being a tough, you know, strong vixen. Um, but she, no, these women are not allowed to continue to be that. The vixen has to be, quote unquote, tamed yeah. by a stronger man. They need to have, they need to, what is it? Uh, what's the term? Uh, they need a firm hand. Mm-hmm. And like, that's, in she uh, can only uh, be conquered yeah. by this this macho. But she has to be conquered. But she has to be conquered. Because it, it almost feels like the entire book is just like, these men are wildly attracted to this vixen and the only way to like stop that is for her to be tied to a man yeah it's gross it's grotesque um every other woman is punished in some way or villainized it's really Mm -hmm. weird um so twice twice in the narrative we have women who need to be rescued like batches of women at one point it's the women who Derek's keeping in a cage. Derek York is keeping in a cage. <laughs> More a, Derek York. Is keeping in a bamboo cage. And they're freed. And Lauren is seen as as this sloppy bitch because she freed them because she saw women in a cage and yeah. she freed them. Yeah. But Derek was keeping them safe. This is, again, circling back to on the ship when Derek, by marking these women as, quote unquote, his, he's trying to save he's them. He's protecting them. Yeah. Whatever. But he's also, he's still keeping them in a cage. He did not put Lauren in a cage. Yeah, he did not put Lauren in a cage. And there's nine women in a single bamboo cage. Yeah. Terrible. Keep being kept, gar- like, it is repulsive. But it, we're yeah. supposed to treat Lauren like an idiot for freeing them. Okay. Um... So when they decide not to come back to their cage, because they have to go back, otherwise they will be apparently raped by Gregor, they are raped, obviously. They're on by, a pirate island. Yeah. So yeah, it's just they, pirates everywhere. Yeah, they're they're raped by Gregor. And, yeah. and it's like rape punishment is like this constant. There, there's the other scene where like they're supposed to leave on a ship. Uh, it's all of Alden Mitchell's like white female slaves. Yeah, that's important. Um. And they are once again punished by the narrative mm-hmm. for for not immediately trusting Derek. Immediately trusting Derek. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing is just so like I I haven't even really touched on my notes that much because it's like it's I know so there's much. too much there's too much it's like his soap fortune rape oh, yeah, punishment he's a, so he's a lord okay Derek is a lord pretending to be a pirate depending pretending to be a businessman but what he also is is the heir to a soap fortune 
I wish that was a joke, but he's not. It's it's not. He is. I can't even imagine the amount of immense wealth. Because at the end, they're just talking about their 42 rooms in their mansion. And I was just like, I'm sick. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the billionaire's lasagna all over it's again? It's the billionaire's lasagna. Like, I wanted to murder both of them because it was just constantly, like, both of these two... They're just two rich fucks. They're just two know. rich assholes. And I was like, this book really would have been better and more interesting if he actually was a pirate. If he actually was a pirate. That was my huge letdown, right? When I first started it, I was like, oh, my God, yeah, he's actually going to be a pirate. This is so cool. And then, and then very quickly, I was like, oh, he's just some fucking in a pirate costume and he's just this is this he's is boring pr- poorly pretending to be yeah. a pirate like we've extremely done enough, poorly we've done enough pirate media where you don't have to do the rape and pillage shit like we freed ourselves from the narrative of of rape and pillaging again i i would say though that this is the 90s i guess we haven't had pirates like caribbean yet We've had the ride, but we haven't had Johnny Depp. I, yeah, I'm just like... Humanity had not seen the light yet. I guess. I, I'm just like, oh my god. I don't care about uh, yeah. Derek. Cause, yeah. Because he has committed atrocities just by being on the ship. By Yeah. Like, by, he has let atrocities happen constantly. Because, like, every time he trades the life of an extremely beautiful woman, because that's the standard, is, like, he picks uh-huh. out the most beautiful uh-huh. women and protects them. Uh-huh. But everyone else is allowed to either be Free for all. raped or murdered. Yeah. So, like, he's not really that heroic. No, he's not. He's a participant of this by being passive towards it. Yeah. Um... What up? And the idea that a man who has this much fortune and who is he was in the Royal Navy, right? Like that's how he's he can pass off as like, you know, being on a ship and being natural and stuff like that, right? Like the idea that that man, this extremely eligible bachelor in in London and and all this stuff who who is a career in the Navy and extremely wealthy, yada, 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 would not have like backup friends the Royal Navy on fucking speed dial? That was the thing that like, I also no didn't... One? These two are incredibly rich people with an incredible amount of influence, apparently. Lauren's father sends a fleet! Well, he wants to send a fleet. He wants to send an armada. Yeah! And it's like... What are you both doing? What, why, why was she even on the Malachi ship? She could have been on her own! Why was she not? It's Malachi, based... by the way. Malachi? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mala. Oh, well, I I think it's because it didn't end with the AI or whatever. It looked like Malaki to me. (laughs) Malaki. 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 Like, why was she on the ship in the first place, unprotected? With only her, like, governess as her chaperone? Yeah, like... Who who also got assaulted. On dangerous seas, going to the Virgin Islands. Like, I I don't understand the logic here mm-hmm. but here's what you ugh. do need to know is that uh they end up together and they got a baby on the way and they've got a baby on the way and they're gonna have many babies and everything's fine um oh my god <laughs> and, and, and another thing that really got me was that i had to spend so much time 
with Gregor on Rape Island. God, like, I got, got to spend time with the rapist the entire... Like, why do I care about this guy? She tried to make him compelling at several points where it was just like, he's yeah. insecure. He's an insecure man. And it's yeah. like, I don't care. He's got a drinking problem. I don't care about him. I don't care. I don't care about him. Stop making we me spend see time him, with like, him. We actively, like, follow him through the it like fades to black and then cuts to like the next morning but like we follow gregor as he sexually assaults a barmaid yeah and then he like pays her off and is like well you should just listen to what i told you like why did we get that scene? why did we spend time with him during that scene why, why is did this book so long why are we spending so much exactly it's a long book where we spend a lot of time with rapists yeah. and it's like i don't want to i don't need i don't need you to make this rapist compelling to me no. because you also aren't doing a good job at it no. like she put all the weight we were talking about this last night she puts the weight on the wrong scenes right? yeah like it's so strange she puts a ton of weight on the florid purple sex scenes, right? Mm-hmm. And then exactly zero weight on the heavy hitting, hard to stomach, but like prolific scenes of like heavy plot development, like with Gregor and with Alden Mitchell. And like she did, she couldn't cut anything out. This, like I was saying last night, it sounds like when you read it like this is a first draft like she had all of these plot points and she just was like i can't cut any of them so i'm just gonna i want to have all the sex but i also want to have all the plot and i'm just gonna kind of i'm just gonna jam everything in there like what was it what did fred say poop through oh, a yeah, he said he said poop through a wicker basket yeah like <laughs> it, it, the, the, i feel like i was i was on the other side with my mouth open and i was being God, forced to consume this shit drinking tea how dare you <laughs> like i i don't want to read her shit mm-hmm. i don't want to read her shit through a wicker basket yeah. like I this one this one was really rough because it, she kept also skipping around constantly like yeah. just suddenly we knew who Alden Mitchell was suddenly Even that was supposed to be like a huge plot point that no yeah. one knew who he was like we we were put in a scene where suddenly Derek and him had already met and it was like okay why wouldn't you show us the scene this isn't a fucking movie you can't do yeah. this like you even if it was a movie it wouldn't make any fucking sense it wouldn't make any sense like why would you not show us the big climactic scene of them meeting Derek meeting the man who's holding his sister captive holding his sister time. captive like, that's a big deal yeah anyway do we want to go over like some of the most egregious language at the tail end here sure uh i just want to make a quick note also Mm -hmm. uh let's see the castaway shit we should touch on that really fast lauren goes full castaway so like okay there's there's for no reason she stays behind on an island and just like to like draw amanda like rolls her ankle and and they're trying to get away from the pirates and she she realizes that Amanda's too slow that they they would have to leave her behind in order and to save them. And instead she stays behind. So she stays behind so she can draw the pirates' attention. I so, guess. so they follow her. For she t- somehow gets away. For two months she's on two this months. island. There's no way in hell. We just skip 
to Warren is running away. The pirates are chasing her. And Derek's suddenly, like, no. Derek is with her dad, and they're like in Virginia. In Virginia, and like for for some reason, he bursts into their house. He just busts in their house and is just like, "We gotta go get your daughter." And they're like, "Oh, her daughter's been missing." <laughs> what? Well, they both, knew. They the, just did nothing. Yeah, they knew, and they just didn't like do. Sh- they, it's like Lauren's capable; she can handle. She's, like, she's fine. What are you talking about? She'd definitely be dead by now. Yeah, she would have been dead. Super dead. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. Let's let's touch on this language. I love puffy petals. I the puffy petals of her sex are really just. Oh, sorry. The puffy petals of the apex of her sensations. <laughs> Uh, yeah let me see if i can find the the exact thing in there oh i missed that i had to cut that out of my my vocabulary because that episode was never going to come out so i every time i wanted to say puffy petals i had to had to stop but now i can say it whenever i want so puffy petals puffy petals puffy petals the the worst part is i have so many pictures you did just kind of take random photos um (laughs) well i didn't take random photos because i i have okay so the the puffy petals part is she shivered as a finger moistened with her own juices slipped between the puffy petals, easing her, easing into her. Uh, so yeah, that's in there. Uh, the apex of her desire. I let me see if I can find that one because it's like, okay. So another thing is that I in my life have never used the word phallus. And I really want to, to articulate that, like, I actually don't know sexy words for vagina or... There aren't. Or penis, because realistically, I don't think any of them no, are I, sexy. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on this real quick. Quick note, as somebody who, who does write romance and struggles with this on the daily, listen, there are no good words for it. There just aren't. Everyone's got an opinion. But realistically, even if you use if you use none of the words, people are gonna dislike it. If you use some of the words, people are gonna dislike it. If you use all of the words, people are gonna fucking hate it. So like, listen, listen. This is not a criticism of like how writers choose to to use words for sexual scenes, right? It's shit's hard. You're never gonna get it right for everybody. You're just not. There's no way. Like if you use the word cunt, people are gonna be like, oh god, it's vulgar. If you use the word pussy, people are gonna be like. Oh my god, how could you say that? You should yeah. use the word cunt. And it's like god, if you use the word the apex of all of her sensations. Yeah, I found like, I found win. it. Uh his right hand trailed slowly up and down along the insides of her thighs, uh, always coming close to the apex of Lauren's sensations, sensations. without ever quite touching the moist heated petals <laughs> oh of god. her femininity. That deserves its own trigger warning. Uh yeah, like I there is no good words there for aren't. there aren't. It's hard. Dick and pussy. Like I, I get it. Like it, it's not sexy to say dick. It's not sexy to say pussy. It's not sexy to it's say not. cunt. It's not sexy to say vagina. It's not sexy it's not, to say her moist cavern. Like or, or as I encountered recently, her sensitive tissues. Like I, it's not sexy at all. No matter what. You can't win. You can't please everybody. You gotta just do what just feels Just do what right. makes you happy. But, yeah. like, also, I but hate also the word phallus. Wrong. But also, it's wrong. <laughs> I hate phallus, and I don't like to hear about his mighty phallus. His his The conical tip of his mighty phallus. I... Yeah, conical is really quite the... You quite really... A, you did it. You went there with that, huh? Quite a description of it. And, like, 
Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, we didn't touch on the racism. Oh, well, I mean, that should, I feel like that should be inherent. Like, I feel like you should pick that up. Yeah. It's I, in the Caribbean. I, and she's from Virginia. It's from, it's like, they, they talk about the natives constantly. And then, like, they yeah, have Yeah, but this, not really, though. They, like... They, but they talk about them in, like, this really flippant, like, oh, they're poor. When they mention them, it's like they're ornaments. Like, yeah. they do not actually exist on this island. Mirabelle <laughs> is, like, this barmaid who's, like, trying to she's, come on to She's dinner. not native. She's not native. Oh, she's not? No, she's, like, she's blonde-haired. And, like, she's this beautiful little... Yeah, and Lauren's... Oh. Yeah, she's oh, my not. God, yeah, no, it's like that's why she's mentioned. It, it's so like, well, they, they talk steal about how a she knew at one point no, from natives. Well, they they talk about how she doesn't wear shoes like the rest of the natives. Yeah, because she's like, she is like a native of the island, oh, well. but she's not a yeah, no. They, but they but go for her poor her poor family and all of that, and it's just like they're just objects. And then like of yeah. course there's Lauren's slave nanny. Yeah. Who who Who's is more like an aunt or a grandma. Yeah, that we don't let me have. see if I can find the exact like Oh god. It's so weird. I that's um, the same thing I experienced with the flame and the flower, right? Where it was like this benevolent sort of racism of like, oh well, you know, she's our she's our really part of the family. So yeah. it's not that bad. And Ida. The elderly black nanny purred, holding the child in her heavy maternal arms. Silver tears dribbled down her rounded cheeks. To the rest of the world, Ida was just a slave nanny. I guess she is a slave, huh? But to the masters, she was an aunt or a grandmother they'd never had. It's fucked up that their last name is Masters, too, huh? Yeah. 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 Mm. Pretty gross. Bad mouth feel. Pretty gross. Uh, also, the word purred is brought up a lot. And, and we got into kind of like a light argument about this. Because, okay. So, yeah, yeah. You were right, though. Because in context, it makes no sense. So, like, this is something I see a lot in, like, yeah. erotica, in, in any sort of romance fiction. It's very weird to me. Why do we say things... Why do we say that people are purring? Uh, and, specifically women. Like, why are they purring? And not in relation to dialogue. That's what's important. So, not yeah, because that was what spawned the, the tiny argument. Because, like, she was... I said, like, I don't understand this purring thing. And she thought I was, like, saying, like, when they're talking, which, okay, sure. What did you say? It was, like, oh, low-pitched. Yeah, low-pitched like, and seductive, usually. Yeah, uh, which I buy that, Sure. But this isn't being used in dialogue. No, no, it's no. just for whatever reason, Lauren is purring as she touches his chest. What is she like? Like is she? What is she doing? She, well, she's making some sort of noise. What is she doing? I'm, I'm. Who's purring? I'm tired of it. She's making truck sounds. <laughs> she's making truck sounds. <laughs> she's she's revving her engine. Yeah. Ooh. She's, yeah. There we go. <laughs> I hate it. It's a. It's bad. I'm gonna start at my woman. I'm gonna turn. The, Ooh. I'm gonna purr. I'm oh, gonna make God. her purr. I mean, if a, if a man purred at me, I'd probably just. I don't know what I'd do. I would. I would go. I'd assume he had something stuck in his throat. I. I think okay? I would go feral. Like I. <laughs> I think I'd probably start beating the shit up. <laughs> Purr like an animal, I'll beat you like an animal. I, I'm putting you out, and I'm going to kick you. I, yeah. As I would dead. never do to an animal, but you deserve it at this worse, point. Worse, worse than an animal, really. Uh, Gosh. Yeah, This. One, I'm sorry you had to read this, bud. I, yeah. 
I have never, I've never really hated reading a book. Like, I, I don't think I've ever hate read anything in my life. Um, and I don't think I've ever been, like, suffering through a book. I had a less violent reaction to it. I, I, I dislike it, I think, equally as you do. But I had more of, like, a morbid fascination where I was like, wow, is this really? Huh? Okay. This is really what we're going to do? All right. Okay. This is... This is a choice you made. I can't fathom it. Whereas you had a violent reaction. Uh, Yeah, Andrew called me while I was reading it, and I just, like, completely lost it. Yeah, you just blew a gasket. I, I, like, was yelling. (laughs) Because it's just... It's a, it's, a, it's a horrifying read, really. If you're reading it through the lens of, of, like, not even trying to get lost in the narrative, but just reading it as exactly what happens, it's horrifying. It is a horrifying read. It, it was just so hard for me to get fully thrust in there because it was... Oh, that was not going to happen. It, it was just... Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, every three seconds, it's rape, 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 rape. You couldn't rape. suspend disbelief because, like... Is that the, and I think the core of this for me is one of the reasons I struggle to read, um, like darker romances, um, specifically, I, obviously I went through Cressley Cole's whole catalog. I miss her so dearly. Come back, Cressley Cole. Hope you're having a good day. But, uh, one of the things you can do if you finish Cressley Cole's catalog, if people often recommend you jump to Gina Showalter, who uh, has written books with Cressley Cole in the past. They write kind of very similar vibes, similar themes, like a fantasy world and, you know, really lofty world building, but still in the modern world, you know, which is my jam. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this is absolutely no shade to Gina Showalter at all. But I picked up a couple of her books, and they were profoundly dark. There was a ton of sexual assault. There was a ton of, like, violence and gore. And I was like, I don't enjoy living in a fantasy world where I am still profoundly in danger as a woman. I do not like that. I would love to exist for a little while in a world where sexual assault doesn't happen. That, that's like, the thing is it's like I don't I don't enjoy this <laughs> when you were putting me in a narrative like this mm-hmm. because fine sexual assault exists and I can read gritty like yeah. realist stuff but like in a romance novel maybe I don't maybe wanna, I don't want that and maybe I don't want to do that when I'm just trying to like disengage Have and a like a read time a, for like a second a nice little story where people fall in love and that was the thing I didn't feel in this book. Like, at no point was I like, I really buy this love story. <laughs> yeah, they've like, fallen in love. I don't know if they ever did. At one point, they they fall in love. Suppo- like they, they say that they love each other, and then immediately there's a marriage proposal. And I was just like, okay. Mm. Really? Mm. Really? You, mm. you love each other? Well, it's. I mean, it's good they did, because she was defo pregnant, so. Oh, God, yeah, she... He came in her so many times. So many times. She was overflowing with his lordly seed. I, I got so much. <laughs> I'm someone who is constantly afraid that I'm pregnant. Like, I I could have not had sex in a million years. I, I could have not even been next to a penis for, for yeah. God knows how. And I will still be like, am I pregnant? Have I got a stone baby? Have I got a baby? 
is this an immaculate conception? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, there was anxiety for the entire time. I was just like, oh my God, she's so pregnant right now. She's like so super pregnant. Like so, so much. Pregnant. She's like triple pregnant. She's so pregnant. In those two months that she was trapped, I am shocked that a baby belly wasn't like forming. Well, I mean, she wasn't eating very much. I guess. I like, guess. I mean, she was just eating, like, raw fish naked she on an island. Eat- oh, we don't know that she wasn't cooking that. I guess. I know. But, like, she if she was naked spearfishing on an island, like. They also made a point to, like, tell us that she did, in fact, have clothes, but just decided that she was just going to yeah, naked like, fish. Yeah, she's feral. Yeah. I liked that Lauren. I, I liked that Lauren for sure. I just wish she had just been she's that Lauren. She's got skin cancer, though, huh? Yeah. 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 Her- she almost falls off a cliff. Oh, yeah. Um, she, she leads these pirates on, like, a wild, like, Benny Hill goose chase. Like, good for her. And then she just starts sucking again as soon as Derek is, like, around. When she gets saved, she, like, jumps into his arms in the middle of a battle. And they're like, like, not now, Lauren. It's like, this this isn't, like, a weird comedy movie. Like, please don't do this. Lauren should have fucking picked up a chair and started bashing. Yeah, Lauren's, Lauren's, like... She, a badass at least bad. sometimes but like as soon as Derek gets there she's like well because oh. she can't be allowed to have any quote unquote masculine qualities when there's a there's an alpha male around That's or else true. she's not likable or else she's not likable oh, I hate it. she's allowed to occasionally give him advice and that's, oh, God. that's it. Oh. it what it's an exhausting brain what an exhausting pair of characters to spend time with like truly truly they are both incredibly unlikable yeah um they, they are I, lauren occasionally is cool but Derek is just like unsalvageable. Derek, Derek is never likable yeah, he he's a he's a multi layered man, but every layer is shit. Like yeah, every layer is is pure it's just a, a different type of gross shit. Yeah, it, at the end of it, he's just a goopy. Ugh. At the end of it, he's just landed gentry, and I can't stand that. <sighs> I hate him. I hate him. I hated spending time with them. Well, covers nice. The cover is incredibly beautiful. Like, I, every so often I would, like, be reading and then I would flip to the front and I'd just be like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like, like Lauren's pretty. Like, I'm yeah. sure I could buy this as Lauren. I, I don't f- buy this as Derek for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. Huh. Uh, but, like, mostly because I imagine him much uglier because I hate him so just, much. Just a weasel. Uh, he's just a weasel man yeah. to me. Um, I don't buy it. Mm. But Lauren, like, I'm like, yeah, she's she's definitely real pretty, apparently, because apparently she just like. Lauren has sexy disease for sure. She has sexy disease. Like the entire time, it's like everyone really needs to fuck her. But there's this whole plot point with Gregor. Sorry, I'm like, <laughs> I, there's this whole plot point with Gregor where basically he he doesn't even feel the desire for sex anymore. Until he sees Lauren. Yeah. Like, Lauren has just inside. He's like, she's like human Viagra. Yeah. She just creates boners. She's got boners. sexy disease. 
That is the first piece of merch I'm making is a sexy disease hoodie or something. Uh, Little tiny booty shorts with sexy disease on them. I would get booty shorts. With se- I've always wanted some like really dumb booty shorts. Like I really wanted the are you nasty shorts that got I like my- the ones that have like really incongruous sayings like look upon mine glory and weep on the ass. Oh yeah. I like that <laughs> stuff too. I, if I could have like a full outfit of like fishing stuff I would. Like I, oh, I have that. Like you should get the like um uh women fear me women, <laughs> women fear me fear fish fear me yeah. uh, i'm feared by woman and fish or uh <laughs> women fear me fish want me is what i really like i want because i have like a uh i like fishing and by that i mean i like drinking on a canoe sure <laughs> and like i want booty shorts to go with that yeah. but i don't know like you know I should get you a uh, big mouth bass for your birthday. Yeah. I don't know where I'd put it. <laughs> you know. I'd know. Yeah. Um, All right. We, let's let's cut your misery short here. We've we've been recording for over an hour at this point. You I give you now. I absolve you. I'm I'm absolving you. The um, only way to purge this is for me to set fire to this book. Well, you can't do that because it belongs in my romance shrine. So, I I need to. It's like exercising a demon. I want you to, every time you walk in my room, to look at it. I and... will spit at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going it's just well, gonna be covered in my spit. I I will. I can't promise you that I'll never ask you to read a book for the podcast again. However, I will promise you that it's never going to be that book. <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't pay me to read that book again. I oh, could not do it, even if you asked fair. me to. That's fair. I, I'm tempted to spit at it right now. I, I hate it. I hate well, this book. It's a bad book. Don't, it's a bad don't book. read this book. Don't read this. Don't read any of Robin you know Gideon's you stuff. Uh, you should read Lost Boy by Christina Henry. Um, it is a horrifying and very, very compelling take on um, Captain Hook's origin story. I know that like it got some buzz a few years back, and I think maybe there was talk of you know adapting it to some sort of visual medium um it's one of my favorite books it's it's uh basically where the the story of captain hook starts as he was one of the very first of peter's lost boys and how he became disillusioned with peter and how peter is basically a child murderer and he does not care about the boys he takes and they die all the time and that's just what they do and peter's a very chaotic force Mm. um it's it's a horrifying book um, very, very good. Highly recommend. Read that instead of <laughs> Pirates Fashion and Slave by because... Robin Gideon. I will I will link Lost Boy in the description. Um, it's a very good book. Highly recommend it. Don't read this other one. <laughs> Don't read this one. Don't read this this book. Hit. What do you what do you want to plug, buddy? It's the plug zone. It's uh... your turn. You get the I'm gonna give you the mic. I give it to you. I, you know, I don't have anything to plug this time around. Uh, I, there's nothing. There's, there's nothing. nothing. I, I can't even think of like, normally I have some sort of obscure random thing to, yeah. to stick here. You've watched a lot of Letterkenny. I have been watching a lot of Letterkenny and I was going to bring that up, but I was just like, you know what? I should try to think of some sort of pirate media. And then mm. I just realized like, I no, don't really no. engage in like any pirate Dad's media. Past. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I can't I'd think love- of. Uh, Letterkenny's a really, like, if we're talking about, like, good masculinity, like, that one's fun. Or maybe not perfect masculinity, I but, like... I respect one man. I respect one man. Uh, and even sometimes... I when, don't really respect him that much. Sometimes he, he's 
he's riding the line, yeah. but I, I do love him. Do uh, you love Wayne? I do love Wayne. Um, I just love the way he stands. I love the way he stands. I love a man who can tussle. Uh, toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love me. I, I love me a good tussle, mostly because I want to tussle. Um, yeah. No. Uh, Viagra Boys just dropped a new album, and it's pretty cool. That's that's all, all right. I got. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I guess it's my turn in the plug zone. Mm. Um, you know, I do this every time. I did this literally yesterday, and still, I always got to be like, wait, what's my <laughs> What, what is it? Uh, so you can find The Kingdom of Thirst on all of the social media platforms, uh, except for TikTok. Don't have that. Don't want that. Uh, but you can find us Did at- you almost start a TikTok? I thought about it briefly because I'm vain. And then I was like, no, because mm. I don't understand it. And well, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and also, yeah. You're not going to do your fun little dances to plug your I podcast? I don't feel like shaking my ass. And I know that there's more than that on there, but... Uh, no. no. I, I, Lord knows that you would do that. I would do it. I would do it to, to, to get this. Anyway, anyway, uh, you can find me on Twitter where I am metaphorically shaking my ass in, in all of my tweets. Um, at Kingdom Thirst. Same thing. Facebook, unfortunately. And uh, Instagram, Kingdom Thirst. You can send me an email at kingdomofthirst at gmail.com. You can go to our website and submit a comment there. Uh, you can find our bookshop through uh, bookshop.org. It's bookshop.org slash shop slash kingdomofthirst. You can also find the link in the description. Um, I announced in the episode I just recorded with Jessica, Pamela Part 2, um, that we are eventually going to be launching a Patreon. Um, and the, pretty much the only stipulation on that is we just need to be a little bit bigger. Um, so if the Kingdom of Thirst launching a Patreon and getting merch, um, and me doing periodic releases of, uh, my rewrite of Pamela, um, if, you, if any of that sounds good, and also a Discord server and, like, a bunch of other stuff, um, if any of that sounds like something you want, make sure that you like, subscribe, um, Hit that follow button on on Spotify. I know it's really easy to listen to podcasts and not do that on Spotify. They don't exactly predispose you to actually clicking it. Yeah. Um, we have about double the followers. I mean, double the listeners as we have followers, which is like, whatever. But the more people who participate and who actively like leave comments and, and rate and review and stuff, the more people find it. Um, so do that. So that that way I can launch all those things and, and we can have a, a fun and funky and fresh time. Um, so if any of that's interesting to you, do all those things. Uh, come hang out on Twitter or Instagram. Whatevs, man. You can find me. You know, I'm cool. I'm She's cool really kid. not. I'm so cool. Ugh. Yeah, I'm like super casual and nonchalant always. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's been the podcast. Yeah. I'm sure it was bad for you. It was bad for me. It was bad for V. I had a really bad time. So I kind of hope Next week will that, be more fun. I hope that you also had a bad time. Yeah. Like, I hope that you didn't enjoy listening to this podcast. We don't today. tend to be this negative, usually. Yeah, I, I I, try not to be so down on stuff, but like... This one was hard this not was to be. pretty rough. Um, yeah, anyway, that's the podcast. Yeah, that's the podcast. Uh, okay, bye! Bye!